Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven, here bringing you the 2014 film, Indigenous. So I'm going to start off with a synopsis real quick as always, go through the cast, give my quick thoughts. This will be a quick one, so hang in there and decide if you want to see it or not, if you haven't seen it already. A group of friends travel to Panama where they convince a local woman to guide them into the jungle. However, when their guide goes missing, they realize that they've stumbled into a near and horrific bloodthirsty creature's lounge. So, it's a creature movie and it's a it's a pretty decent one. It's not one of the best, but when you hear my thoughts, you should decide what you want to do. So we have Zachary Sotenga, who plays Scott, Lindsay McKeon, who plays Steph, Sophia Pernas, who plays Elena, Pearson Fod, who plays Trevor, Jamie Anderson, who plays Charlie, and Laura Penwilla, who plays Carmen. So my thoughts on this one is, it's an indie movie, simple premise, lost in the jungle with a monster chasing you foot. Five friends get warned by the local and they befriend one at the beach that tells them the same story, like don't go into this place. I'll tell you where the place is in a second. And decide not to um, heave the warning of the locals and the friend that they met on the beach. So the group of friends basically convinced one of the local girls Carmen to take them to this beautiful waterfall called the Darien Gap. It's supposed to be a nice place to swim, it looks pretty, and it was in the movie. So they did their expedition and it began. They're all having a great time swimming, having fun, you know, drinking, whatever. It was beautiful. The scenery is beautiful until they start hearing noises and their tour guide goes missing. What I like about this one is the film opens up straight and forward and that could be a good and bad thing but the way they did it to me it wasn't it didn't help this film it happened really fast and you didn't get nothing really like you don't know what's really you know what's going on but you don't get no development like the pace moved very well the film got to the point straight away the vacation the surfing the adventure the creature it went just like that boom 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 I think the director to me seemed like he was going for for one thing, but it wound up turning out to be kind of another thing. That's why I, I that's why I felt for some reason. Not saying it wasn't going in the direction of a bad a, a bad a, or a good way. It just seemed like he was trying to take it somewhere and he just couldn't get it there. Like and, he, and the actors did a decent job with the dialogue they had. You know, the characters were. They wasn't really developed at all to me. The forest scenes was very well. They looked beautiful. That was like to me one of the best parts of the movie. And the creature is actually the chupacabra. And the way it looked, it looked okay. You got you know how they do it, flash ins and outs real quick, you know. But but at the end of the day, this this film was very predictable. The script wasn't too exciting, no jump scares. And the atmosphere was eh, because I'm big on atmosphere and development and a good pace of the movie. Even though, like I said, it's had a good pace, but it's just it's just 
it wasn't the movie wasn't great. It's good for definitely a one-time watch. So I'm not trying to steer you away from it. So it's good for at least a one-time watch, you know. But after that, I don't know why I seen it three times, but I don't even know why I decided to do the podcast. But it just popped in my head and I just felt like doing it, I guess. But it felt like the director, Alistair Orr, didn't develop this right, in my opinion. Like, so many things he could have did with this, I felt like, but he just didn't do it. And um, like I said, uh, the the jungle, the way they got it was very good. The they, they had some fun in the movie, but it wasn't like, it was just, like I said, it was just, everything just seemed like wham, bam, really fast. Too fast for even me. So, like I said, the movie goes fast. It runs an hour and 24 minutes. And, I mean, it doesn't drag to that point. But it really, like, the things that happened in the movie felt like they didn't really happen because it was so fast. And I think they didn't spend time with the creature or developing the backstory. It's just like, it's just like I did it. I got it out the way. Move on to the next project. That's how I felt like it was done. To me, I just had that feeling. But... I give this one a two Raven Wings out of five. And I haven't given the movie that low in a minute, you know. But as always, and I usually would do trivia, but I couldn't find any trivia on this movie. And that's probably a good thing because honestly, I don't even know what kind of trivia they would have had for this movie. (laughs) So I know it feels like I'm telling you don't watch it. But like I said, it's decent one time watch at least. But that's my review of Indigenous. And for my 2014 review of that movie, and I seen it in 2014. So so I guess between 2014 and now, it just got away from me because I thought it was actually better than when I saw it this time. So so that that's my warning to you. So like I said, it's good for a one-time watch. Give it a go. But as always, too, you can catch me on my social media at on Instagram at Ravens underscore horror and Ravens underscore house of horror. Those links and bios to go to all my other socials for some video stuff, the stuff I didn't podcast and on my pages and movies I haven't podcast, but I'll tell you if it's good or not. And maybe I'll get around to them one day. But thank you for listening. And I have interviews coming up soon. And that's my review of this. Raven is out.